Welcome to this Julie's Bicycle podcast. For more information, visit our website, juliesbicycle.com. Okay, so I'm, uh, I'm Henry McGee. I'm the head of collections at uh, Manchester Museum um, just down the road. Um, part of the university um, and my background is as a zoologist so I'm going to talk about some of this stuff through the kind of broad frame of biodiversity because um, that's, that's my kind of, kind of way into this subject um, and I, I suppose I take the, the context for everything I do is not just from a kind of self-serving interest of you know self-preservation but it's like well what is the big picture of what we're trying to do um, and so to me, it's like looking at, well, what is the gap? What is the, what's not working? And what, what's the offer that we have that can help things work better? Um, and so I've taken, this one's from Biodiversity 2020, which is England's, uh, it's the strategy for nature conservation in England. Uh, you can find similar things in the you know, global, bio, global Biodiversity Outlook for any of these big policy things. They tend to say, it's crucial to engage more people in this issue and then have no plan of how to do it. Um, and I hope you start to see some of the, where I'm coming from with this. But uh, there is a lot uh, to be um, very hopeful about. Um, and so um, a chap asked earlier on about um, do young people care about these kind of things? Uh, so these are for, this is information from the MEAN, the, the Monitor of en Engagement with the Natural Environment. And so some of these figures are absolutely, I think, absolutely massive. You know, 95% of people in Britain are glad that nature exists. Really good. Good, good place to start from. Um, most people consider take... What, what's, what's the funny? I don't know. Um, 85% are concerned about damage to nature. So rather than us just looking for things which are maybe of interest to us, because we, can't, we shouldn't aim to turn people into ourselves, we, we address society's uh, needs. And so kind of following on from this, it's like, well, what, what is the motivation for people in all this kind of, kind of thing? What, how are we going to go about engaging people in it? So it's not because I absolutely don't believe that people do not have enough information. Information is not necessarily the thing that's missing. That's like the 19th century model of um, museums and culture where you went to a museum, you got this kind of Lego block of information planted on the side of your head and you took it away perfectly formed and kind of wove it into your life. It's just not how people work. And so if we are serious about connecting people with nature and the environment and climate change because they want to, that means it's really important that we think about the words that we use and the means that we go about making it, making it happen. So I think this is from Futera, who's a London-based um, communications agency. So I've got a few, just a few examples of things that we've done. Um, so we did some work uh, at the Museum for the Northwest um, for, for all natural history museums because a lot of them are under very significant threat. Um, and so this is like looking at, well, what is a kind of genuine, authentic, compelling case for the value of natural history museums? 
And so I came up with this thing about which seems completely bloody obvious when you think about it is, well, pe people do need nature. There's more evidence than ever of the value and the benefit of contact with nature, whether you put it in terms of health, well-being, you know, um, safe communities, reducing crime, higher price, pr uh, house prices, and so on. Uh, similarly, um, you know, nature needs people. State of Nature report 2014, two out of three species are rarer than they were 50 years ago. That's terrible. That's not those aren't necessarily the words that I would use to the audience to motivate and encourage them to do something about it. Um, so the thing that I, it's like, how can we use museums to help make this connection? I, I absolutely believe that museums help people explore nature at their own pace, in their own ways. They help people in inner cities have access to even nature of some kind when they have less uh, access to nature round and about. And that, that's really, really, that's going to be increasingly important as society becomes increasingly urbanized. Um, and the, the photos that I have here, um, it's, a, there's a, it's from a little booklet. I've got some copies there. Um, we used the story of a, a working class family from Manchester as the kind of, some, sometimes you do these things partly because it's uh, nice to do. Um, and so we pinched the idea of, if any of you can remember the book or the, the, fil uh, the film Kez from, that we all, well, we all, we all did at school, people my age. Uh, and then we went up to, um, this was up above Berry, and uh, there was a kestrel flying above our heads. It was lovely. It was uh, like a, a good omen. And so the, the approach that we uh, have, that we believe works, is about looking at how do you capture people's interest. So it's not just about us going, I know a lot of really depressing and terrible things, and I'm going to tell you all these really worthy but really terrible things. And... You're gonna, and I'm not actually that bothered about where that leaves you. Like we, we have to take responsibility for the effect that we have on people. Um, and so I believe that the way that we can, can, you know, can do this responsibly is about, if we are gonna give people a bit of challenge, you need to match that with an equal level of support. Um, so it must absolutely be about offering people encouragement, uh, and at the end of the day, it's just, we're not trying to tell people what to do. You're giving people a menu of choices and options. You're giving them the critical thinking tools to evaluate the, you know, the, the value or otherwise of them. And then, because ultimately, people choose for themselves. Um, and this thing that, um, uh, so focusing less on the facts uh, and more on the emotion is because even, even if we know all this stuff, at the end of the day, it's the feeling that motivates you to do something about it. So I think that's really, really important. So we have the, I'm just, uh, we have this, this is our main environmental sustainability gallery, although it doesn't have those words anywhere, um, that we did in 2011. And you can start to see some of these uh, words which are kind of depoliticized terms like resources, sustainability, weather, climate change, I know those things are different. Um, they're just about ways to, to help people connect with the subject in a way that's meaningful to them. The minute I start talking about climate change, you're going to automatically switch off a huge chunk of people. If at the end of the day, what's important is what they do about it, maybe those words aren't even helpful. This might not even be useful. 
Um, and so just to give you a bit of a, um, how, how some of this kind of slightly different way of approaching things can take you in different directions. Uh, so this is one of the displays that's in Living Worlds, and it's by far the most successful one. Um, it's a story about how nature helps people uh, perhaps not overcome, but come to terms with personal difficulties. It's based on the very, very famous story of Sadako Sasaki, affected by the Hiroshima bomb in 1945, wanted to get better. There's a story about folding a thousand of these origami cranes. She didn't manage it, so her friends were helping her to do it. It's a great story. People cry in front of the case. Um, we have people get married in front of the case. Um, we had a partnership last year with the city council um, about this Project G, uh, growing the ginkgo seeds that were sent over from Hiroshima. It worked really, really well, so we ended up, the mayor of Hiroshima came to the museum because he was in, um, he was in, um, in Belgium at a conference. Um, we had the meeting with the school kids in the room where Rutherford split the atom. Then we, it's, that's one of the most uh, amazing moments of my career. So it's like just how you open things up a bit, um, because I think also that museums and cultural venues, we shouldn't just be this kind of pleasant, slightly bland, slightly middle class, nice Saturday afternoon out. We should, uh, Saturday afternoon, um, we, should we should find ways to connect with people's lives uh, kind of more broadly. Um, so we're doing uh, this year's, well, well um, the thing that we're really getting going with this year is about um, engaging people with climate change. Um, we've been working a lot with Manchester Certain Future uh, and with the Tyndall Centre and the university. And it's like, well, thinking about, well, what's, what's the poster child for climate change? It's the polar bear on the, you know, like a fox's mint going to potter off into the sea. Um, and it's like, how can we use other... Uh, how can we use other things just to tell a different story, uh, like a more positive story? Because at the end of the day, if, pe if, we, if we give people no hope, there is no point. You know, you will do nothing. All you do is depress them. And so, there is, so I read this uh, paper once, and it was saying, if you tell people depressing things, it's actually worse than doing nothing. So if you're, if you're going to do that, just don't tell them anything. Just, you know, stay away from the public. And um, I think this is, this is quite, quite serious. It's like if, if, the, if at the end of the day, the thing that's more important is the, the effect that we have, that we should really bear that in mind. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, this is what our approach, making it relevant, uh, making it interesting to the audience, not just for ourselves. Um, working for a greater impact through partnerships with uh, the likes of Manchester Certain Future, uh, making it easy for people to understand what it is that we stand for. So, because I have this idea that um, if someone goes to a library, they have a very good idea about what, what that building is about. If they go to a sports centre, they have a very good idea about what that's about. If you go to a museum, it can seem slightly random. And so I think what, what's worked for us has just been a bit clearer that we're, we are about promoting understanding between cultures and working towards a sustainable world. Um, and that's it. That's me.
follow us on Twitter at Julie's Bicycle and visit juliesbicycle.com for news and resources.